What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Thursday, January 21st, 2021. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Forbes 30 Under 30, a.k.a. the second best baby blues in San Francisco, a.k.a. the verified one at Tim Gettys. Let's him host. Now, Greg, when I was young sure in school there would always be that transition period where you know what whenever you did your homework you'd always have to write your name and the date on the top right sure you know there's that new year moment where you're just like yep. you don't you're not used to doing 21 you used to do no well thing right and like there's certain things from that age cursive that just go away you just never need to use them again it's like okay sure you have your signature but like when's the last time yeah. you wrote in cursive ever well i think i was doing it for a long time up until i was because i was still doing it in checks i thought checks had to be in cursive and then finally somebody's like no they don't and i was like what and then i just totally forgot it all that fucking cursive z get the fuck out of here get the fuck what out. are you trying you to do too many, oh too I'm, many gonna, I'm gonna write an m so i'll add an extra little mountain to it get fuck off get, who has time no, for this no 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 but uh the point that i was trying to make is while cursive is is far gone from my memory mm-hmm. losing the idea of knowing the date as the new year tra- transitions that will always be here because sure. I'm still here, and I just realized yesterday that uh, for our, our spreadsheet where we put all our headlines and stuff for all the different shows, yeah. I've been putting 2020 for so many things, and I had to go in and like change yeah, I had to it correct. I, when I did one, uh, a lot, I don't know, man. Games Daily the other day or something like that, I had to correct a couple 2020s in there. I so. saw it, it's going to yeah. happen. You know what I mean? You know, mm-hmm. I'm right there with you. It's it's muscle memory to put the 20, the two, and the zero there. But look at it right now. You know, zero one period two one period two one. There we go. It's times like these, Kevin, where I'm like, Jack. just for this year, we should do a 21st month so we can have 21, 21, 21. So, damn. So, like, you are- <laughs> what is wrong with Kevin? Kevin's muted, too. We still, we did one take of the show where we opened it, and my microphone was still muted from when I blew my nose. And then I was called out on it. But then at the end of it, Kevin noticed when he was muted as well. And Kevin is now in the phantom zone. There's no way out for Kevin. Greg, I, I do have a quick question about this before we sure. get to the video game talk that you need to know. Sure. When you want a 21st month, like, to just, just a name or, like, do you want this year to be 21 months? Here's the thing. What I've done right now is God, in his or her infinite wisdom, tossed me the ball, right? And I just shot my shot and said mm-hmm. I want a 21st month. You know what I mean? Now, if, if fucking Bernie Sanders and the World Health Organization over there, that's up to them Sitting to there. decide. Is it going to be – is 2020 going on long enough to get – like, is, do we shorten 2020? Do we just count it? Do we expand it out a bit? You know, I don't know. Are we skipping months to get somewhere? I'm not sure. I'm not sure how we're doing it. Yes, Tim Getty's kind of fun.com. I have a suggestion on how we should do it. Sure. We could look to the Groundhogs, as we often do. Oh. Mm. <laughs> solve, I do. I do appreciate these conundrums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Groundhog does know how to do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is there a? Let's see. Hold on. Does this seem normal? Everyone can hear me like normal. Yeah, chat. Can you hear Kevin? No, no, no. I know they can hear. I'm asking you guys. Yeah, I can hear. I can hear you. That's not normal to me. Right, there's no like weird too. No. Groundhog, yes or no, is what we're Sounds like you're in. in a blender, but... <laughs> Sounds like you're in a fucking blender, Tim. Whoa! stupid haircut. Okay, hold on a second. Calm down. Did you do... You did... What'd you do? You, sh- you shaved the sides down here? Is that the yeah. play? Yeah. yeah. Just, just faded yeah. it on both sides. Well, and... I couldn't find an easy way to find a groundhog online who could answer this question for us of oh, how we man. would get to it. It could be smarch. Lousy <laughs> smarch weather. We could just do that. You know what I mean? Were you looking up, like, groundhogs you could talk to? Or... <laughs> Groundhog, yes or no on Google. I was hoping there was a, a some kind of some smart ass out there and made a fucking does the groundhog see a shadow.com kind of thing. Mm. Does anybody put in there? Does any state allow you to own groundhogs? 
I'm sure multiple do. I follow a groundhog on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, you're right. We got to get in touch with him or his owners. Or his now, here's friend. the thing. I, I like, again, not a pet. I mean, he takes care of it. And it's captive. So that's a pet. I'd say, here's what I'm going to say. Again, we've had, a, we're, we, you know, we're having a lot of great ideas right now. In a lot of ways, yeah. you, me, and Kevin right now are like Henry Ford. <laughs> all right. Mm-hmm. And so like, we have what? a, we have a lot of different parts of making the mechanized belt here. <laughs> sure, yeah. the conveyor belt, the conveyor belt. Yeah, that's what you're trying to engineer, huh? The assembly line. We're, you know, we're, we're on the precipice of doing that. You know what I mean? It's like when Einstein uh, was sitting there like, how does the light bulb work? You know what I mean? And hit his nope. head on the, the nope. sink and figured it all out. Like, that's we're all right that there. Was- <laughs> we, are right there. we need to put it all together and i'm just saying before we approach the groundhog we follow on instagram we need mm-hmm. to figure out exactly what we're asking him <laughs> that's the one thing we have to come I, up i don't with. understand yeah. how this is the show right now i'm just being totally honest with everyone i don't like know how we got busy day. yeah i'm just it's saying like, like i don't know day. how we're we gonna got get here. to the news i'm just saying he, what i'll put out there right now everybody so is if just for next month, how about this? This is the compromise. Next month, February, right? We call it when I we just put it in the dates is twenty one. You know, what I mean, we know it's the second month, but we put the twenty one there so we can get to twenty one, twenty two, and twenty one. Kevin, you can't be heard right now, but he says it's a great idea. Uh, if you thought the questions we had right now were fascinating, then I got great news for you, ladies and gentlemen. This is the questions episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily. Wow. We're going to talk about, is Apple making a VR headset? Is Tencent about to buy a gaming company? Is Valve still making video games? We'll answer all of these and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, you need to be part of the show at patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Over on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, you can ask us questions, get on the show you can give us your squad up requests and of course on patreon.com slash kind of funny games you can get each and every episode ad free along with the exclusive post show we do each and every weekday however you might say greg i got no bucks to toss your way it's no big deal you can head over to twitch.tv slash kind of funny games if you're watching live like so many of you are and can just like drew tendo 64 the nanobiologist maddock jr uh we see you we appreciate you we love you but you have to keep us honest go to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up here's what i'm gonna float out there all right please mm-hmm Right now, you know, I, I want it to be the new – I want the corrections in there, right? Nanobiology is already correcting us on groundhogs, which I appreciate quite a bit. Here, I normally want to do this, and I won't ever do it again probably, maybe, you know, whatever. I'm going to give a shout-out to Dave Rooney. <laughs> Because that's the thing is like, is this being locally recorded with sound? It's a very good question. That's the big question. Because like, I feel time here because this is great podcasting. If in fact, the final version of it has the audio. Otherwise, I'm just, oh, now you're back. Now we're back. It says, somebody says we're back. We're back. We're muted. We're back. We're back. There it goes. Huh. Okay. Interesting. 
The fact that they're saying we're good, but we still haven't heard from Kevin at all. Kevin is dead. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Kevin. I don't know. Wait, uh, there he was. Was that did I hear him? Did I hear him coming through? Oh. Yeah, yes, we, we hear, hear you now. now. Huh. But they can hear Wait, us. so they can't hear anything now? But they can't hear you. See, okay. Oh, that's, here, that's okay. Great. That's how we should handle this. <laughs> See, I think <laughs> No, it's, it's it's just when they can't hear you, but we can hear you. I would say shorten the, everything you just said in the three paragraphs to one sentence of they can't hear me. Keep talking. I don't think that's what you said. Well, I, there's I no mean, recorded we'll proof. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. I think it's working now. <laughs> Is it working now? Can you hear Kevin right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they should be able to hear me okay. now. All right, you're back. You're back. You're back. Uh, what I want to do is give a shout out, yeah, like I said, to Dave Rooney, who apparently killed the stream right afterwards. He said, hey, I, you guys should uh, see that Apex Legends' new character has been accused of being stolen from a game called Bulletville. Sorry if you mentioned this already. And like I said, no, we spent 10 minutes talking about uh, Groundhog, so we hadn't seen it yet. However, uh, you, I saw you yelling about this in chat, too. I appreciate that you're so into Apex Legends, Dave Rooney, that you're like, talk about this thing! Talk about this thing. Uh, I guess it broke uh, late yesterday or something that apparently is. And we'll keep our eye on it and see if there's any statements put it out on it. But there you go, everybody. Uh, for now, that's not one of the questions we're answering today. Uh, remember, <laughs> if you <laughs> – I just appreciate that Dave Rooney from La- is live and he is wanting us to talk. To he, need, he needs to hear people talk about this Apex business. Uh, if you missed the show live, of course, uh, you don't want to go to Patreon. You can go to YouTube.com slash games, roosterteeth.com, podcast services around the globe each and every weekday to get a brand spanking new episode that, of course, has ads and no post show. That's only on Patreon, but I digress. <laughs> For now, let's yeah. do some housekeeping. There's a new ep- episode of The Blessing Show up right now on YouTube.com slash games. It's all about Hitman, IO Interactive, and James Bond. It is, once again, a banger from blessing and roger a lot of good edits there uh amazing graphic works uh, even a, even a cold open you know what i mean look at these kids out there tim they're just doing crazy stuff left and right a behind the scenes secret for you guys oh, let secrets. you know that that roger and blessing are complete and utter phonies oh this was actually the phonies. first episode they recorded wow yeah wow wow do y'all feel swindled now wow I bet you got got right there by supporting us. Apparently, (laughs) you you got got. Go support these liars and frauds. Go over slash kind of funny game. Why do we have to be the way we are? You know, guys. (laughs) (laughs) No, you asking that question, Kevin, is only made better by the fact that we have had nonstop audio issues throughout the show, and you now sound like you are broadcasting at a little league baseball game. Get the fuck out! I sound weird right now. Maybe it's just for us. I don't know. The chat isn't freaking out like that. I think they normally would to hear Luke Garrett come out and announce kind of funny games daily. No, he sounds normal over there. All right, fine. Over here. So mad you guys don't hear what we hear. (laughs) It's like I'm talking to the kid. The next piece of housekeeping for you is, of course, that there is a Resident Evil Village showcase today hosted by What's Good Games' is Brittany. Uh, of course, we will be live reacting to it here on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames if you have the time to catch it live. If you don't, I assume, Tim, that'll be up on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. Yes, of course, that content's going to be worth it. Everybody's going to want to know what's happening over there. Mm-hmm. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Blackjack. Today, we're brought to you by Purple, but I'll tell you about that later for now. 
Let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Six items on the Roper Report. A baker's dozen. Now what does he sound like? Now now he's like a kid at the end of a like a cardboard tube. No, it's <laughs> normal, right? Do I not sound normal now? It's not, you do not sound normal now. You Mother sound like fucker. really early season red talking. versus blue. Uh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number one, Tim, is Apple working on a VR headset? Mark Gurman over at Bloomberg says yes. Apple Incorporated's first crack at a headset is designed to be pricey. Uh, be a pricey uh, niche precursor to a more ambitious augmented reality product that will take longer to develop, according to people with knowledge of the matter. The initial device has confronted several development hurdles, and the company has conservative sales expectations, illustrating how challenging it will be to bring this nascent computer technology to the masses. Nascent, I think, right? Uh, as a mostly virtual reality device, it will display an all-encompassing 3D digital environment for gaming, watching video, and communicating. Uh, AR functionality, the ability to overlay images and information over a view of the real world, will be more limited. Apple has planned to launch the product as soon as 2022, going up against Facebook's Oculus, Sony's PlayStation VR, and headsets from HTC Corp., uh, the people said. They asked not to be identified discussing private plans. Apple's typical playbook involves taking emerging consumer technologies such as music players, smartphones, tablets, and smartwatches and making it reliable and easy to use for everyone. This time, though, Apple isn't looking to create an iPhone-like hit for its first headset. Instead, the company is building a high-end niche product uh, that, will that will prepare outside developers and consumers for its eventual more mainstream AR glasses. The plan suggests that Apple's first headset will be far more expensive than its rivals, which cost uh, about $300 to $900. Some Apple insiders believe the company may sell only one headset per day per retail store. Apple has roughly 500 stores, so in that scenario, annual sales would be just over 180,000 units, excluding other sales channels. That would put it on par with other pricey Apple products, such as the $6,000 uh, Mac Pro desktop computer. An Apple spokesperson declined to comment. Uh, the headset, codenamed N301, is a late prototype. Is in late prototype stage, but is yet finalized. What is going, Kevin? But <laughs> not yet finalized. So the company's what? plans. Is your communication channel open this entire time? What are you talking? What communication channel? What the fuck are you talking about? Is your mic live the entire time? Because I hear you, and then I hear you like dropping something. And it the shouldn't be. It is. You are live. I can hear you. God fucking. Well, not for the, the kids couldn't hear you. So good job being a fucking professional. Uh, well, you know what? I'm just letting you know. You're the my one not being professional as you Why drag Paul's body be? around the building. Whatever you're doing right, over calm there. Calm down. Calm down. Do I still sound like you're coming out of a can? <laughs> you still sound like you're coming out of a can. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the headset, codename N301, is in late prototype stage, but is not yet finalized, so the company's plans could change or be scrapped entirely before launch. The AR glasses, codenamed N421, are in the early stage known as architecture, meaning Apple is still working on underlying technologies. Uh, this product is several years away, according to people, through, though Apple has previously targeted as early as 2023 to unveil it. Uh, the headset is designed to work as a standalone device, meaning it can be operated on a battery rather than plugged into a wall or Mac. That's similar to Facebook's latest VR product, while Sony's requires a PlayStation gaming console. To further reduce the device's weight, Apple is planning on using a fabric exterior. This is a departure from the metal designs Apple uses for most products, though it has used plastic for devices like AirPods uh, that need to be light and fabrics for a HomePod speaker to improve acoustics. 
Prototypes of the headset, some of which are about the size of an Oculus Quest, include external cameras uh, to enable some AR features. The company is testing using the cameras for hand tracking and is working on a feature where a user can type virtually in the air to input text. It's unclear if that function would be ready the first version of the device or if it will ever leave the exploratory stage. By developing a less mainstream initial headset, Apple can invest in the underlying technologies, consumer education, content development, and developer relations to give its eventual AR glasses the best opportunity to be successful when they are ready. Tim, this is a long report from Bloomberg. Mm -hmm. I cut out a whole bunch of stuff if you want to go over there and read Mike, Mark Gurman stuff. But you, of course, and me, but you, you're the, you, we both love Apple, but you're the big tech guy. Yeah. What's your read on this Apple VR headset? You know, I think it's really interesting. I know in the last couple months, specifically the last month, there's been a lot of talk about uh, Apple getting into something new and announcing a new product, and it was going to be a weird announcement is what kept being said. A lot of people thought that CES was going to be the place they would do it or not do it at CES, uh, but tangentially to around CES, kind of like sure. when EA Play will happen next to E3. It's like, sure. okay, it's still the same thing. Uh, that ended up not happening. So this news coming out, I don't know if this was what that was going to be or not i am equally surprised and not surprised by this like it really is a 50 50 thing for me where i am not surprised at all that apple would be getting into this in the way that they're talking about doing it having it be a super premium product i think is actually the only way apple can now enter the the realm of vr mm. is by, by kind of like coming in and just being like no, no 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 ours is hella fancy and we're apple so you know what that means and they have millions of people that know what that means and are going to lust after having this because they need to have the newest Apple thing, right? Like yeah. that, that, that is an audience that they could potentially be going after. The other 50% of me goes, mm, this doesn't seem like Apple's MO in modern times. Like back in the early 2000s, like mid 2000s, probably I could see them like, hey, the Apple stores are such a huge hit, getting people to come here to be able to see and play with the, the stupid camera stuff on the the different iMacs you yeah. know what i'm talking about like yeah, that, yeah, was totally, a, totally. that was a moment in time and like that kind of like allowed people to hold an ipod for the first time to eventually get the iphone and the, the ipod touch and all that stuff like that was all part of this cultural zeitgeist experience and having a super 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 high quality product in an apple store is par for the course these days the coronavirus and all that stuff kind of changes mm -hmm. all that so mm -hmm. that makes this mm -hmm. even more like unbelievable to me because yeah this sound this seems like a plan out of time yes exactly so it's like because of all that i'm like wouldn't be surprised if this never sees the light of day at all and is just a bunch of best laid plans gotcha yeah i think when you talk about especially this you know some apple insiders believe the company may sell only one headset per day at its retail store when you think of an apple store just like you're talking about it it, it was and still is to an extent you know, if you had time or you have, you know, when we were teenagers, right, and you had time to kill, right, you'd go into the Apple store and just F around, see what's going on with the different computers and, you know, eventually different iPads and so on as you went on. And I feel like, yeah, if you had a this kind of amazing VR experience that's light, super high quality, way outside of your price range for to actually do it, you'd want people going in there and trying it out. But, yeah, in Corona, you can't do that easily. Yeah. And I don't necessarily think it'd even be the best. It just would be the fanciest and most expensive because that's, again, Apple's MO. Sure. So it's like, I think that their audience wouldn't be the people that are that have used the Vive before, yeah. right? It'd yeah, be yeah, the yeah. people that have never used VR and are like, oh, this is cool. And now Apple's doing it. So it must be a mainstream thing I should know about. This is tech that I should be up on, right? you know? 
but again, it is a plan at a time where it's like that would have made sense even a couple of years ago because that experience would be there. Like, remember the sharper image? How oh, crazy yeah. it was like going all there, the like, chair massagers. Fun. Yeah, it's just like all this like weird stuff where it's like, man, this tech is amazing, and like I hope it actually becomes mainstream one day. So little of that actually did because sure it was like super niche weird things apple doesn't play that game apple very much plays the this is a ubiquitous ubiquitous piece of tech that we want in 50 percent of the households <laughs> you know and like we want to be able to charge two three times the amount we should for it and people will pay it because that's what they do they just did it with their headphones yeah i was gonna ask like have you looked into those headphones do you have any interest in those headphones because i feel like i have those headphones interest yeah are like made specifically for you and it's like so you, yes are you no. going to get them i mean they're I'm not, 550 it's ridiculous for what they are yeah no 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 like fuck that i will never ever ever pay even near full price for those if i can get them for half off even then i'd have to consider it because that's the thing is like there's not only are they not the best they are like double the price essentially of the the standard right now which are the the sony's the sony mm-hmm. wireless over the ear headphones those are amazing so it's kind of like a, a a hard sell to get these, even though they're beautiful, but they have this dumbass charging case thing. There's a lot of stupid so, mistakes they've so made. Dumb. Look at that dumb charging. Uh, or the, it's not charging. It puts it to sleep in the case, right? It charges yeah, via USB Type-C. Yeah, you can charge with the case, like v, through the case. But uh, anyways, the I'm very interested in these headphones because I think that Apple does a pretty good job with a lot of its high-end stuff. Having said that, it's never the best job. So... I'm interested. We'll never buy them for that much money. And I don't think they're going to drop in price anytime soon. And I think, I mean, not only do I think, I know they're sold out for months now. Even if I wanted to get one, I couldn't. So <laughs> people are fucking buying these things. It's crazy. Yeah, the Apple, like the VR headset, it just doesn't, I don't know. It doesn't strike me as something they'd really investigate and go for. And it does in a way because, like, you show these headphones and I'm like, that so isn't what I think of when I think of Apple. That, yeah, this VR headset would be something as well that I wouldn't think of them doing. But I like this idea of – I like getting the AR glasses. As a glasses wearer who loves his glasses, I want AR glasses one day. I'm always – when Amazon announced the Amazon uh, uh, Alexa glasses, I got excited for a second before I realized it was just a fucking microphone and speaker in the goddamn frames, right? Like, I want overlays. I want a heads-up display on my glasses or the option for it. So I'm excited to see us get there and push towards it with AR. But the VR thing is just such a weird thing. Like I just don't, and especially in the current time frame of doing it this way, I, I'd like to see, you know, VR obviously have a bigger mainstream breakthrough. I think the Quest is doing a decent job of moving towards it. Uh, obviously being, you know, something you just put on and go and not have to set up the cameras, not have to attach to a PC, not have to attach to a PlayStation. But yeah, I don't know what to make of this one. Yeah, no, it's interesting. But like, like I said, being 50-50 on it, I would still bet on the side of this isn't actually going to happen. Yeah, I would too. Speaking of, let's ask you another question then of something that might be happening. Number two on the Roper Report, is Tencent going to buy a gaming company? It would look to be that way. Uh, Will Hershey from Roundhill Investments uh, tweeted uh, yes, no, this morning, right? Yeah, uh, this morning, 7.30 a.m. Uh, Tencent is reportedly raising several billion dollars to buy a U.S. or Korean gaming company. Any guesses as to the potential target? Uh, Will Hershey from Roundhill Investments, Roundhill Investments Twitter went on to say, Tencent considering debt financing for possible gaming deal. Tencent is looking at a potential acquisition of a gaming business according to TMT Finance, almost TMNT Finance, which would be dope. Uh, 
the target has not been identified, but is expected to be a gaming company in the U.S. or South Korea. Uh, on top of all that, uh, to Will Hershey's tweet, uh, Daniel Ahmad responded. Of course, Daniel Ahmad, industry analyst, we quote all the time on this show and said, I have a good guess and left it at that. Hmm. This is one of those, for me personally, outside of my ballpark, you know what I mean? Like, or my pay grade, I think we could sit here all day long and pick U.S. things we think Tencent could buy. I mean, they already have so, so many interests in so many different U.S. companies. Uh, I could not tell you anything of what they, what they might be buying in Korea. This is much more of a, hey, this is happening over here. Be aware of it because when it happens, it's going to be big news, you'd assume. Yeah, totally. I'm right there with you. I, I do think that there's a much higher chance of it being Korean than it totally. being a U.S. company that we are familiar with. But yeah. Tencent has the money that it could be. And that's the thing about it, where when you talk about Tencent slowly, as I've said for years, as they've you know gone in and entrenched themselves and bought shares of so many different video game companies, and some of them full on out, you think about, yeah, the money they have behind them. Yeah, the, what would they come to America and buy? What one company would they snatch up and have be fully under their uh, brand? Don't know. And you, we could sit here and just list developers that are you know, gaming companies, even that makes sense. But more of a, hey, watch that. That could be happening. That'll be interesting if it happens, and it would be big news yeah speaking of big news on this question episode number three valve well they're still making games <laughs> that's the answer apparently jordan Ullman at ign has this report in an interview with new zealand's one news valve boss gabe newell has said that multiple games are in development at the studio and are waiting to be announced the valve co-founder has been staying in new zealand during the covid19 pandemic after taking a vacation there following the launch of half-life alex imagine just being gabe newell rich I'm going to go on vacation. I'm in New Zealand. This place is great. Hey, there's a global pandemic. Cool. I'll just stay here. No big deal. Yeah. Whatever. I'll just buy probably all new amazing computers and TVs and everything else I need everything to run I my need. company from here. What do I care? Uh, back to the interview, though. Quote, we definitely have games in development that we're going to be announcing. It's fun to ship games, Newell said when asked about future games coming out of Valve. Valve has developed and subsequently canceled a lot of games in the past, including several versions of Half-Life 3. Uh, the fact that Newell specifically says these new games will be announced suggests a shift from the company's recent history of being uh, re reticent uh, to release new software. Uh, Newell also spoke about the process of creating Half-Life Alex and Valve's return to single player. Quote, Alex was great. To be back doing single player games, that created a lot of momentum inside the company to do more of that. Timothy, mm -hmm. what, how much does Valve mean to you? Uh, Valve means less to me than it does to many others, but like to me, it really means Portal. And, mm -hmm. you know, and I, I guess like it's, it's a lot of it means a lot to my friends and my close circles of Counter-Strike and all that stuff. And, and you know, how big 1.6 was leading into, you know, eventually Source and all that after that. Uh, for me, Portal 1 and 2 were, were the dream. You know, Left 4 Dead was a very fun summer. Uh, but I'm more interested in, in the fact that Newell here is even saying these things. Because these are sure. quotes that get you in trouble if they end up not being true or at least get, you know misused over the the next couple of years as like uh, hey well they said this like I, if they have things that they're well, they bought campo santo and they killed the their game and where is this happening yeah that, that sucks man that totally. game awesome. valley of the gods come on man. yeah look the water man beautiful but uh i i'm a little surprised that, that he would come out and say things like this like there's a lot of info in this quote here like there are multiple games and they're excited to and now like that's sounds imminent yeah, and you know that that sounds like they're talking about the next year and a half of like by the end of 2022, talking about new Valve games and you know coming to whether it's PC console both 
VR, like, and them be multiple games. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a mix of this and that. Yeah, I don't. I asked this question because when I started at IGN in 20, uh, 2007, <laughs> 2007, uh, like Valve walked on water. You know what I mean? And that was right around Orange Box. Obviously, Portal. I'm not taking away from any of these games, but like they were so entrenched in a PC legacy that it never really spoke to me on that level. Obviously, I love Portal. Obviously, I love, adore Portal too. Um, and so it's been interesting. I feel the industry in a way. I shouldn't say the industry video game fandom in a way has become more like me where even when I got there and people were all over them, it was like, I didn't have a connection to them. And I feel like as time has gone on, more people have become like me where, yeah, you know about how great half-life is, you know, okay. Yeah. You portal, you enjoyed left for dead, whatever, but it is more of a thing of what have you done for me lately in a way that it's just become steam, which you totally understand. And so, you know, I, I think back to even my career and when Gabe Newell came on stage at that PlayStation E3, I was and the first how, three I ever was. I was and there. how ridiculous that was. You know what I mean? After he had, he had talked so much shit about the PS3 to come out and be on stage there. Like, that was a moment. But, like, now I don't, like, it, it, and I don't know if it's the industry has changed so much or if it's just Valve's place in the industry has changed so much and shifted to being more of a service than a game developer. That, like, I want to be, like, you know, if if he if Game Newell popped up during a state of play at PlayStation, like, oh, they're bringing Steam somehow to PlayStation? It wouldn't be about a big deal in the same way for me. And I don't know how many people are still here, you know, anchored in it. Uh, yeah, I, mods in the chat, run a poll. Does Valve matter to you as a developer? I want to see that. I, I, I see what you're saying. And I, I think that you're right to an extent, but I think that there is the, the devil's advocate side to it, where I think that more than ever, the difference between console and PC gamers is almost non-existent where there is so much more crossover than ever and especially with how hard xbox has been pushing their you know game pass being both all that stuff like pcs and everything it's like you don't really need the highest end pc to be able to play video games nowadays because sure. we've just gotten to a technological point that good enough is good enough for so many different experiences so i imagine that if valve were to come out and do something new even if it was pc based i think that it would mean a lot more to console players than ever before uh despite there being the you know decade plus drought of actual software releases from valve i think i think that equally to the amount of people that it used to mean something to and then kind of like went away it can come back instantly and i think that they can immediately mm. be looked at by people like us that aren't necessarily the most tied into the original half-life experience like, I think that they can get us in definitely extremely easy with next gen or even with just PC with the way things are nowadays. Sure. So do you think then is the only thing that stood in the way of Half-Life Alex being a bigger deal, the fact that it was VR? Or do you think that like the amount of time Half-Life was on ice meant something too? I don't think that the amount of time it was on ice meant anything. I think the fact that it wasn't called Half-Life 3 did uh, and the VR a million percent. Like that's just... They knew what they were doing there. They, that's limiting the amount of people they can play, but making a very spe specific experience for those people. It's like Half-Life Alex just exists exist in a total bubble to me. Where like sure. that is a that is a VR game. It is not a video game. Like it is, I mean, you know what I mean. It is a video game, but it is not a that's not in the same breath as Half-Life One and Two. It is a different product. So I sure. imagine if they were to put out a a Half-Life product that was an actual traditional game. I think it would have uh, gotten a lot more attention. And obviously, Alex got a lot of positive attention 
but it didn't get the most positive attention. And that's just limited to VR and the fact that that is a game that not any PC can run. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's so weird. And I wonder, you know, you talk about how easy it would be able to get people back in. You're right, I guess. But I, I guess in, in a way, stick with me. I feel we look at Bioware now, uh, Bethesda, uh, CD's Project Red, right? And we see these game, these developers slash publishers, whatever you want to say, that have made missteps. And their mm-hmm. legacy has been tarnished, right? They're no longer bulletproof. They're no longer squeaky clean. I feel like Valve's, I don't want to say, uh, Val, Valve's clout has gone down in the eyes of the gamer, I would say. And this is me just making up a thing on the top of my head. If you love Valve, totally with you. Again, there is a poll running right now. You can get in on on the current poll. Does Valve matter to you? It's in your Twitch chat right now. Um, I feel that like it's the same thing here where they've just lost clout. They've lost something. And again, I'm not taking away from what they've done with Steam, obviously. I think they've pivoted to that and become a bigger behind-the-scenes player in the same way, or I guess not in the same way I would think then of like how epic is such a behind the scenes player but they also have Fortnite front and center that is doing so much and changing so much and i know obviously you can make the argument for dota and things like that on valve's thing as well i mean easily you can make that argument it's just, yeah that's a different ecosystem i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. i would even say that the dota and like mobas are just as different as a vr game compared to traditional games like they are very specifically a pc focused style of video game that's very popular but it's not necessarily something that goes hand in hand with console players Sure, more that's totally fair. not even console just mainstream gamers but i i don't know if clout's the right word because i think you're right that obviously they're they're the like level of you know the way we talk about naughty dog now like people aren't necessarily talking about steam because they haven't released anything in a very long time of course they used to talk about them that way but like i don't think like they haven't lost anything there was no giant misstep and i think that if there was even like small missteps I think that the conversation would be a little bit different, but they can come out tomorrow and release a banger game, and all of a sudden they're right up there with Naughty Dog again. Mm, I, I, mm, I think the shift mm. would be that easy because for the newbies like us, using that term very lightly, sure, like, but not we're not from the the ecosystem where Valve mattered the most, yeah, where it, it had it, where it established its fan base and created all that. Sure, then I, I can imagine people being like, "Oh, this." It, it kind of reminds me of Witcher Three. Where it's like a lot of people didn't play sure. which one and two, but then that's when they a really three, good one. All of a sudden, it's like, oh shit! But if they were to play CD or uh, Cyberpunk now, it'd be like, ah oh, man, all your shit's gone. Like Steam hasn't had a Cyberpunk, <laughs> and hopefully never will. Sure, 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 sure. And if they came out and their next game was a ridiculous, like whether it's a new IP or a sequel to one of the franchises we we want to see again, like imagine a Portal Three of what that could be. Oh, what man, that I would, would, I would be. fucking love another Portal. It'd be insane, but I, I can also imagine them coming out with some new IP, and it's just the fucking hotness. Maybe a new IP like uh, in the Valley of the God, in the Valley of Gods. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe. Let, that, let them finish that game. That could be a great game. We could let finish. Yeah, that's the thing. Is I, I hope it's an interesting conversation. And somebody in the chat, obviously, the chat's really moving uh, quickly. Uh, said in there, this is so much more than a yes or no question, which of course is right. And I think it matters. You know, it'll change gamer to gamer to gamer. And if we are on the PCGamer.com podcast, I'm sure there would be a, the poll wouldn't end like it did. The official Twitch poll ends. Does Valve matter to you as a dev? No. 69% of you voted no, they don't matter to you as a developer. 31% saying yes, they do matter. Uh, Zyger quickly points out 69%. Nice. (laughs) Uh, 
any given any given channel any given day these numbers would vary in who you have on there and what you're doing or whatever it's just an interesting argument but i'm with you tim that yeah i guess at the end of this i think they have the talent and they have the pedigree that yeah if they just came out and did it like i enjoyed half-life alex right i do think that like it's i'm with you where i know you know so many people on uh game of the year lists whether it was the game awards whether it was something that was kind of funny whether it was personal list we're like oh man guess you didn't play half-life alex and it's like no i did play half-life alex and i love i love vr games and half-life alex is a great vr game but it's still a vr game like it doesn't it isn't i don't feel like a it's not a video game that's out there competing with something like the last of us animal crossing any of the other hades ghost of shima right the games that we got last year and i know that's sacrilege and would piss a whole bunch of people off and i know you know danny dwyer and i did our review on the games cast when half-life alex came and he talked about like crying during it right like that i think is having that connection to the source material and you know the series backwards and forwards and i got to the end of it and i was like oh i think i know what's happening here that's cool but that's the thing too is i ended half-life alex being like i would definitely want to play the next half-life i hope it goes back to being a first person game on a pc or and hopefully on console as well but i'd be down to see what they're doing with their universe now and where they're going with their narrative yep and so like you're saying i guess that every, they are just you know one good hit away one big game one big more accessible game for everybody away from being back on that pedigree back, back on that pedestal i mean of being a naughty dog of being a whoever right mm-hmm. yeah i hope sense. it happens but i don't think it's gonna well then you don't think they'll ever come back I mean, like I this, this new old thing of like they, you know, that they're, you know, uh, they're ha- single player games that create a lot of momentum inside the company to do more of that. Like, I think that's the biggest thing is I don't know if you get. I think for Half Life Three in particular, like they got in their own heads of we have to follow this game up and we know it needs to be better than Half Life Two, right? Or Half Life, you know, the episodes. And I think that that weighs on you as you try to outdo yourself from before and you start second guessing yourself and you know questioning if this is worth it and when you're valve making more money than god off of steam i think you then can go you know what cancel it we're not going to do it i think it is a publisher perish kind of situation like i'd like i would rather i i guess that's the biggest thing about it to go full circle on this conversation that's just been talking video games hi everybody that's what we do on kind of funny games daily uh to talk about tarnish representation tarnished reputation of bioware bethesda cd project red i'm happy that happened like i i wish you know all the games came out and were tens and everybody was amazing game of the year yada yada but i also don't like the idea of developers let alone not even people but just the brand being infallible and never having something that you're that you're not going to miss on that you that 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 you think everything's going to come out and be a 10 out of 10 like i'd rather i think they would too not in the moment but in the aftermath be able to be fallible and be able to be human beings and be able to be that. Yeah. These are creative people and choices that we're going to make and you may not like them. And maybe the game doesn't come together and there's a whole bunch of different things there. But like, I think that's what stood in valve's way is that they've had this pristine reputation. They get up to that point where they're going to go. You're shaking your head. No, no, no. I think there are certain, certain devs that need to be held to a higher standard based on so much, but at least a little budget, right? It's not like, sure. like those games, like there's expectations there for a reason. So I say, hold them to it. Well, I mean, no, no. I'm not saying they shouldn't be held to it. I'm not saying they should be given a pass. I'm just saying that I think in the long term, a failure helps build the company in the same way, or a different way, I should say, than nonstop success. I think so, everyone needs to have humble pie at some point. Yeah, yeah, I guess it's just... A, That's a, what I'm saying. I'm not saying, oh, the buyer, Bioware, the Bioware, Bethesda, CD Projekt, they've been good in the past, so no big deal that they lied to you and sold you this broken game. No, 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 I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying, like... No, you need to take your fucking lumps and then change and, and grow from that and not feel like it's the same thing in Jason's uh, Bloomberg article about 
uh, Cyberpunk and then in the Bioware stuff from uh, Anthem, right? Of this mm-hmm. being there. There's this CD Project Red. There's this Bioware magic. And that's what's going to bring everything together in the end. Well, they've both fucked up and failed now. So you hope that that changes everything through it. So they understand that, no, no, we need, we are humans. We're not gods. We need to make this, you know, happen this way. Whereas I think Valve did so well and so well and so well and so well. They got to a point that, well, this game isn't up to our standards. Cancel it. And it's like, would that, and I'm not in, and I'm not even saying that that game would have been a Fallout 76 or an Anthem or whatever. I'm saying that game might have been an eight. In you know an eight three on IGN like is that worth tossing the baby out with the bathwater? No, like let people go out and try stuff and iterate and change. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I, I don't know if that's even though they're saying this, I'm going to be shocked if we get another if we get a software announcement from Valve in the next two years. Ooh, all right, I like that. I like that you put a little date on it. Uh, number four on the Roper Report, president, you know, I guess former President Donald Trump still banned on Twitch. This is Matt T M Kim over at IGN. Shortly following the inauguration of Joseph Biden as the United States' new president, Twitch announced it has indefinitely maintained its suspension of former President Donald Trump's Twitch channel, quote, due to the ongoing risk of further incitement of violence. Uh, the decision to indefinitely suspend the account comes as the company endeavors to remove the potential for harm to our community and the general public following the company's previous move to disable the channel earlier in the month on January 7th. The full statement from Twitch reads, We have indefinitely suspended President Trump's Twitch channel due to the ongoing risk of further incitement of violence. The president's statements continue to be interpreted as calls to action, and we are taking the action to remove potential for harm to our community and the general public. Twitch has clear rules that prohibit hateful conduct, harassment, or incitement of violence on our service, and we consider off-service events uh, when making enforcement decisions. However, the events of the past weeks have highlighted a gap with respect to rhetoric that encourages violence regardless of whether or not it's directly streamed on Twitch. We will be updating our policies as a result of our consideration of this situation, end quote. Good riddance. Stay yeah, on. Totally. And yeah, I like the, all this stuff so weird to me. Go for it. I like the idea that they're spelling out of, you know, the highlight of the gap between rhetoric that encourages violence, regardless of whether it's on Twitch or not. Exactly. If you're going to go yeah. be an asshole anywhere else and you're, then you're going to come on Twitch and be on Twitch, Straight up. get fucked, son. Get the hell yeah. out of here. No, that and, and that's the thing is like it sucks that it, it took everything that it did to get to this point. But I am happy that once it kind of got pushed over the cliff, it just snowballed and everyone was just like, nope, you're gone. And all it took was for that to happen. It took way too long, but for that to happen, that I do think that going forward, it's not just going to be Trump. It's going to be a lot of other people too. Yep. This is definitely it. making a policy so that, yep. yes, when somebody shoots their mouth off on Twitter or says something horrible on YouTube, Twitch can be like, cool, you're banned too. You're indefinitely suspended, right? Like, we don't have to worry about you. We can take the trash out finally. Yeah. Interesting times ahead. Exactly. Kevin. Number five on the Roper Report. Why are Among Us hey man, taking fuck so long? You, all right. <laughs> You're killing it today, Kevin. I love you. There's a great Reddit thread about you, Kevin, how amazing you are, and I agree with that very much. Oh, uh, thank you. Number five on the Roper Report, why are Among Us updates taking so long? This is a blog from the Among Us developers. Uh, they listed a couple things that are coming still and then get into it. So 2021 roadmap. Now that we've wrapped up a lot of stuff for the holidays, we're looking to be more transparent about what we're launching and the expected order by making a public roadmap. It won't have dates until we know we can hit them, but it'll be a place to find out what to look forward to uh, for, first. More on that soon. 
that accounts. We wanted to launch this earlier and we're so and we're close, but we want to make sure it isn't half baked before implementing. Parentheses, trust me, you do not want a bad reporting system with no accountability behind it. The first update for this is primarily focused on moderation. As stated in the previous devlog, uh, and we're hoping to get this out ASAP. This is a small step towards ensuring everyone playing the game has a safe and welcoming experience. Don't worry, we've heard all your requests for things like a friend system, save stats, and so on. But for now, this will be the first thing available. Then, as the question I asked you, why are these things taking so long? They wrote this. Among Us gained, gained incredible traction pretty late into 2020 uh, that we weren't expecting. And that meant a lot of change for us. Not to dive into too much organizational stuff, but not only did we need to switch back to working on Among Us after thinking it was done, but we also needed to set ourselves up more sustainably to work on the game. We had to spend two months just restructuring, figuring out new processes, and getting external partners to help manage onboard. Help us manage onboard. Uh, originally, it was just three friends working to get together, parentheses, and now I'm here to make it four high. Uh, but if we wanted this to work long term and higher up, we needed to streamline things. It's all behind the scenes work, and while it meant time away from the game, it'll make it easier for current and future uh, us, yeah, current and future us, to develop the game better. Not to mention additional platforms like Nintendo Switch and Xbox means more support certifications to go through and whatnot. Uh, we have help from our porting partners for that, but it still means we need to make sure future things we do are supported on those platforms. There's a ton of other things out of our control, legal issues, meetings, planning, uh, so sometimes these things will take longer as well. Tim, do you see Among Us being a continued trend throughout 2021? I struggle too, but... Yeah. I also can't imagine it not being like, that's the thing is like among us is something that I just don't understand. I've watched a couple streams and I'm just like, I, I don't get how this became as viral as it did. Sure. And like continuously enjoyed by people, both from a content creation gameplay and, uh, you know, just viewer point of view. Um, but I love everything I'm hearing here. I think that their transparency and all that stuff, everything that they're saying leads to, definitely a a chance a viable chance at success of continuing their growth over the next sure. year they're making the right decisions hunkering down taking the break that they need to be able to strengthen the foundation to then go forward and go to these different platforms and do it right and nail it across the board like that everything about that that's right you know there's not a, a misstep in this to me yeah it's gonna be fascinating to see what that community is looking for and if they'll stay around for it because yeah as you say it continues to go on you know uh, worth pointing out uh, tomorrow uh blessing myself and snow mike mike are joining uh alana uh Khalif, and stella over at ign for ign's among us stream it's a uh, 7 p.m pacific it's raising uh funds for child's play the obviously games industry charity that you should all know and if you don't come on over uh, tomorrow ign.com uh, <laughs> friday january 22nd 7 p.m but i thought it would have and i don't mean this in a bad way burned out a bit by now the fact that there are so many so so many streams going on there are still these charity streams and i think some of that is tied up obviously in it being covid and this is such an easy way to go hang out with your friends right it reminds me so much of when we would sit around and play the jackbox party games and do those mm -hmm. for party mode right and play uh the lying one and all the fibber or whatever the hell it was called uh and you know is that the one where i was the guy in the i was faking really good it. at lying faking it that's the one it, you know faking it was so much fun but faking it was like holding up your hands and doing all these things and, you know, being in the same room as each other. Whereas this one isn't about that. It is running around still lying to each other and having fun with each other, but it's simple enough, but then there's enough game mechanics in there. I think that make it interesting. still. that make you know, you know, good fake arguments with each other. Mm -hmm. I guess yeah. that's why it continues. Yeah. I mean, looking at the numbers right now on Twitch right now, 
at 10:48 a.m. Uh, on this beautiful January 21st, 2021. Uh, Fall Guys at 5.9k concurrent viewers on Twitch, and Among Us at 61.4k. Wow, it's a lot. That is a lot. That is- so yeah, it'll be interesting to see how fast they can get the updates out and if they lose people, but like coming to new platforms and all that stuff helps too. So Among Us is going to be an interesting one to watch throughout the year as we figure out what's going on with it. Game Pass, baby. Indeed, right? And then finally, uh, number six on the Rover Report, it's good news from Kevin at GameSpot. According to Nintendo's website, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury weighs in at only 2.9 gigabytes. Uh, this is naturally larger than the Wii U version's file size, likely due to the extra content the Switch port contains, but it's much smaller than many other Switch games. For comparison, even Super Mario 3D All-Stars takes up nearly 5 gigabytes of space. Very excited for this game. Have you played 3D World, Craig? I played a bunch of it at IGN for Let's Play. Oh, I made you. I made you do the Let's Play series. Yeah, me and Rich George. Remember, I got the crown. I was kicking ace. I'm very excited for this. I I really enjoyed what I played, and I never played it on Wii U. So, yeah, I'm excited to get back to this. You? Uh, I'm so, so, so excited. I I never 100%ed 3D World. I got fairly close i think like i got to like the the special world stuff and i was like making it all the way through that uh but i i'm hoping to do that on the switch version especially with this new content i'm excited to see what yeah. it has in store but when's that it's coming up soon right february 12th right around the corner. not that i'm counting down or anything Speaking of around the corner, Greg Way, you can go to patreon.com slash games, of course, to write in to be part of the show, to support us, get the show with that there post show. But more importantly for right now, that's where you go to get the show ad-free. And speaking of ads, Greg Way, this episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily is brought to you by Purple. Throw some bedding on a bunch of different mattresses, and sure, they all look alike. The same goes for pillows. But peel away the layers, look at what's inside, and you'll see they aren't all created equal. And that's what makes every purple pillow and mattress unlike anything you've ever slept on. The purple grid sets the purple mattress apart from every other mattress. It's a patented comfort technology that instantly adapts to your body's natural shape and sleep style. With over 1,800 open-air channels designed to neutralize body heat, Purple provides a cooling effect other mattresses can't replicate. And this cutting-edge technology doesn't stop with the mattress. Every Purple pillow is engineered with the grid for total head and neck support and of absolute airflow. Uh, so you're always on the cool side of the pillow. Purple's proprietary technology has been innovating comfort for over 15 years, but don't take this as word for it. Take Christmas in January, Joey Noel's uh, word for it. She sleeps on a purple mattress. It keeps her cool, and she endorses it and says you should too. You can try every purple product risk-free with free shipping and returns. And Purple has financing available as low as 0% APR for qualified customers. Experience the Purple Grid, and you'll sleep like never before. Go to purple.com slash games10 and use the promo code games10 for a limited time. You'll get 10% off any order of $200 or more. That's purple.com slash games10, promo code games10 for 10% off any order of $200 or more. Terms apply. Tim, mm-hmm. I can't wait for all of us to get purple pillows and sleep They're on so the cool good. side of the pillow all the time. They're the best. But you have one? Oh, yeah. Why didn't you I get me one? They're expensive. Fair enough. Uh, well, not, well, not with our uh, the thing I just said. It doesn't matter. Uh, I'm excited to get a pillow. It's so far away. If I want to sell the more ingredients, where game the mama shop, where would I go? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily show host each and every weekday. Yeah. Yeah. Out today, Shing on Xbox One and Switch. Air Bounce, the jump and run challenge on Xbox One. Tadpole Treble on Switch. Ride 4, Xbox Series X slash S and PS5. 
Unspottable, Xbox One. Loot Hero DX, Switch. Sally Face on Switch. Froderick the Drive, Froderick the Driver, Switch. Jiffy, Switch. Missile Dancer, Switch. The Game is On, Switch. Uh, Ephemeral, Fantasy on Dark, Switch. Ghostanoid on Switch. Uh, Nostrafus, no, that's not right. Uh, Nosferatu, uh, Lin, Lilinor on Switch. Lilinor. Lilinor on Switch. Is that another Dracula name? Do you know that one? No. Cousin Lily? No, I don't know about her. No. Uh, Bouncing Hero on Switch. Chess Royale on Switch. Maybe Royal. Uh, Grissia, Phantom Trigger, 5.5 on Switch. Beezier on Second Edition Switch. Uh, Endless Elise, Quietus of the Nights on PC. Ocean's Hearts on PC. Stopped. All of you. Thursdays. Don't do it. Don't release a Switch game on Thursdays if your game's called Grisaya Phantom Trigger 5.5. You know somebody's out there stoked for it, though. <laughs> Skull, the Hero Slayer, launches on Steam. <laughs> PUBG Update 10.2 is out right now on all platforms. Uh, brings you a map called Haven. Uh, builds on the momentum by supporting the next esports events. There's stuff going on. Uh, going Under is free. Working from home DLC is now available. It's new game modes, outfits, abilities, and more and now oh that's a weird oh and more anyways it's on pc right now it'll be on console uh february 25th uh talking about gta online the ramp equipped vapid slam truck hits the southern san andreas super autos catalog in gta online today with a unique design perfect for offering mobile stunt rides across los santos while a variety of double rewards and discounts await players all week uh, I have a ride for here, but I already said that. Doesn't need that. Uh, the Predator skin is out now in Fortnite. Uh, did you get it last <laughs> night, Kevin? I saw you. No, no. I was watching. Uh, oh, what's that one movie? Scott Pilgrim. John Scott Wick. Pilgrim. So oh. I was I, like, I, I got the message and I was like, and maybe 45 minutes in and I was like, oh, there's no way I can play it tonight without like staying up super late. So sure, sure. You did the right thing. Yeah, I'm going to put out a message, I think. See who wants to get okay. in there. Yeah. Uh, we, of course, tell you, in, uh, I'd like Come to, on. but I got a lot of other Come things on. I need to play. There's yeah. a lot of things to play, and I need to watch Scott Pilgrim tonight, too. Uh, Game Pass uh, additions today are Outer Wilds on the cloud, Donut County on cloud, console, and PC, Desperados 3 on cloud, console, PC, and Control on PC. New dates for you. Alt Deuce, uh, Beyond Kronos is on Steam VR Friday, February 19th, and PlayStation VR Thursday, April 15th. Uh, Okay, uh, the Turi can uh, flashback is coming to Nintendo Switch and PlayStation 4 on January 29th, and then uh, Auto Chess comes to PS4 January 27th. Woo! Whoa, indeed. Tim, that was a lot of words, a lot of dates. It was. Greg. There was a lot of stuff there, a lot of Switch games. We were all over it. We did. What we had to do the job. Is depending done. depending on what the groundhog says, they might need to change all these dates because they might That's not be true. accurate anymore. Exactly. We have to ask the ground. If somebody find me a groundhog. Oh, hold on. Nanobiologist did write in. By the way, that you are wrong and said California, Pennsylvania, and Georgia. Most rodents are illegal to own. There are mm. exceptions, but groundhogs aren't one of them. So it looks like we're not going to be able to get a groundhog in California, Pennsylvania, Tim, or Georgia. I read online. Well, it's- it's only illegal I'm, if you get caught. That's true. That's <laughs> a, a good thing to a good thing to find for us to use in court later, Kev. But uh, I'm a little perplexed by this information, Greg, because if we know one groundhog, where does he live? Uh, Punxsutawney. Which is where? Pennsylvania. And a biologist, your story's starting to fall apart. Um, Kevin, it's our boy. He lives there. 
And he ain't wild. He wears clothes sometimes. He he hangs out with Bill Murray sometimes. He bit him once, remember? Mm -hmm. Kevin, I just sent you uh, a breaking news here, right? From the uh, Twitter XBM network. Uh, Motherfucking God. Are you fucking kidding me? I am so in. Why can't I open this? Coming to Fortnite, apparently, are Sarah Connor and T-800 skins. Take all my money. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> T2? Linda Hamilton? Terminator right there? And, she and looks then you guys cool. just the, the she looks exoskeleton so cool. there? Oh, oh my, my God. God. Kevin, this we got exciting. it. Exciting. Like, I'm All right, so you know what, Kevin? Yeah. I will. I'll get on tonight. I'll come get the Predator skin. I gotta get, <laughs> I gotta get my battle pass going. I gotta get my battle pass grinded in there. You hear that, Barrett Joey? Sorry, Bless. We don't have space for you. No room for you, Blessing. Sorry. Go make another hit show, you clown. Nobody wants it. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's a damn clown. Just keep, keep making us money, you clown. Um, Tim. We ask mm-hmm. people watching uh, to, of course, go to patreon.com slash games where they can get the show ad-free. Uh, they can get it with the post-show. And, of course, they can write in to be part of the show. Uh, we already had some questions, obviously, and things come through today. Right now, we're going to do a squad up, though. KDG needs help on PlayStation. KDG's PSN is Jedberg111. So that's J-E-D-B-E-R-G-111. I was persuaded slash manipulated into making my New Year's resolution to platinum knack one. And probably also two. So I'm looking to pad out my friends list with anyone who's ever played Knack before so I have a better chance with all the secret chests. We don't even need to speak to interact, lol. Also, if you plan to play Knack 1 or Knack 2 in the future, if you add me and wait a month or so, you should get better loot when you play. I want every single time we do squad up to have a nice little background bed of music. You oh, know? they can't. Yeah, they can't hear that. Just a heads up. I couldn't hear it either. Mm. it's oh, very low it's, yeah it. it's going up not here now. i like it too uh if you are a sociopath like kdg and are gonna play in platinum knack hit up jedberg one 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 i've never even looked into the net i've never even looked into the nat platinum knack platinum i didn't know you you, you look at Howard. it you get loot from each other it sounds like yeah. near this sounds like near minutes. on the playstation vita what's 45 minutes what's going on kevin he said an hour as in you can get the platinum in an hour, to which I responded, 45 minutes. That's not true. You've never looked into it, so how would you fucking know? God. Well, I'll tell you right now, KDG, <laughs> if it turns out I'm getting the platinum in Knack in an hour or 45 minutes, you might have Greg Miller out there playing with you. Hold on a second now. Hold on a Greg, second. Greg, you need to do Knack on stream. You got a platinum Knack on stream. Make <laughs> it's it not, happen. It's not true. We just made it up, Greg. Don't get excited. Ah, oh, God. You got me all excited about that. Come on now. I don't want that, that takes over a hundred, <laughs> says Travis Moore. A <laughs> hundred hours. That's <laughs> so different than what we said. Why would you do that? You know what I mean? Why would you do that, Katie? Why would you go here? I'm going to PlayStationTrophies.org. What do they say here? They say approximate time to platinum is 35 plus hours. You need okay, two so plus playthroughs to get it. Lot. Well, I mean, you, you had it. We, you know, we like to go back and forth. You have it at, you have it at an hour. You have it at a hundred hours. 100. Somewhere in there is going to be the truth. Usually, a hundred is thirty-five plus. Tim, you're right. All right, you just crushed that one. I want you to know that I'm very proud of you. Uh, we ask people watching live on Twitch.tv/slash Kind of Funny Games to go to kindoffunny.com/slash You're Wrong. Tell us what we screw up as we screw it up. Uh, Drew Tendo sixty-four says today is the twenty-first day of the twenty-first year of the twenty-first century. 
Wow. The That's fucking amazing. Also you know what I mean? 21. Yeah. Tommy Boy says you pronounce nascent, nascent. Thank you. Uh, CJ Rock says for month 21, just flip December from 12 to 21 and the year, right? I'll take I'll it. I'll think about it. I'll yeah. think about it. Is that does that make more sense to you than me doing February adding a one to February? I mean, well, here's the thing. It's not up to us at this point. So you're right. We said Bernie Sanders and the World Health Organization. We do have to get their approval. Well, they need to hang out with the groundhog and figure it out. I would kill to see Bernie talking to a goddamn groundhog about this situation. Greg Miller. Sure that meme has gotten there. Wanting a, a freaking 21st month. <laughs> Uh, nanobiologist is one who sent us in that uh, Fortnite thing. Thank you very much. Uh, Andy Cortez says the John Wick Two video is not up on YouTube. I yeah, it got it got stuck processing. I hate oh, that shit. Yeah, I just look cool. Greg, cool Greg's on it. He's uploading a new version, hoping it's not going to process as long. But stay tuned. YouTube.com/slash kind of funny. Oh, here's interesting. Nanobiologist corrects is you're wrong. To clarify, those states have specific laws against it, but most states have laws against owning groundhogs pennsylvania specifically says it's needed to have been raised in captivity for you to mm. own this groundhog so that's how we get around it with our boy punk satani phil okay cool good justice served ignacio rojas corrects me thank you very much and says terminator skeleton is an endoskeleton an exoskeleton goes outside the body great call thank that's you true. i did say that wrong did you say, I did say that wrong. Right. i didn't even hear i you. did i said exo i did yeah you're asleep at the wheel kevin somebody's right. got to stop you uh katie g writes in not that you're wrong but to confirm the knack platinum fucking sucks lol I, okay, here you go. And then, then because why not? Katie writes in with this. If you want my full squad up story, my partner bought me Knack as a joke present for my birthday. It was right after I pre-ordered the PS5, and he knew I was trying to play as many PlayStation 4 classics as possible before next gen. He also wrote my friend into getting me Knack 2. So in an attempt to call his bluff, uh, turn the joke on him, I told him I would not only play this joke gift, not only complete it, but actually platinum it. What I hadn't got when I hadn't, when I hadn't got round to installing it yet on New Year's Eve, he talked me into agreeing to the following eight-point pledge. Number one, Knack shall be the first thing I play on my PS5 in 2021. Done. Number two, I shall not play anything other than Knack on my PS5 until I finish the main story. Done. Number three, I shall complete the main story of Knack before my, your birthday. Uh, before your birthday. March. Done. Uh, number four, uh, my New Year's resolution is to platinum Knack One in 2021. Pending. Number five, if I have already done it, my New Year's resolution next. If I haven't already done it, my next year thing is to platinum Knack Two in 2022. Number six, my New Year's resolution in 2023 will be to platinum Knack Three. If that's not possible, I will instead platinum both One and Two remastered on PS5 as long as you buy it for me. Uh, number seven, I will have acquired Mark Cerny's phone number by the end of 2022 to ensure I can complete point six. And number eight, this is a joke uh, this joke has not gone too far and i will fully support it until the end of the year of knack hashtag all hail knack hashtag knack for smash oh my god that's a lot and i'm here for the journey man never disrespect our boy knack the lord i respect it everybody right now even if you're not going to play with kdg follow jedberg one 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 and one on psn profile so you can see what's going on you know what i mean even storytelling what's going on over there uh ladies and gentlemen that is of course your kind of funny games daily for Thursday, the 21st of January, 2021. <laughs> Can they hear this music? Can no, they, hear they this can't. Music they can't, of? but it's so perfect. It's so good with you closing out. 
God, we still have a post show to do patreon.com slash kind of funny games. But remember, we will be back uh, tomorrow. Blessing and Natalie Flores from Fanbyte will be hosting your final episode of the week. Of course, we're far from done here on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. If you're watching live, you can catch Blessing showing you some hot new shit right after this. I think with Nick Scarpino, twitch.tv slash kind of funny games is their playing some Hitman 3. And then remember, of course, 2 p.m. Pacific, we are reacting to the Resident Evil uh, event for Village. Uh, of course, you can get the Let's Play or the the stream i should say of blessing playing games over on well i think he's doing first impression so it's all over the place but remember youtube.com slash kind of funny games youtube.com slash kind of funny plays and then the archive of the resident evil thing youtube.com slash kind of funny games for now game announcement stream of 2021 or you know not announcement but event are you you excited you hype you 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 hyphy (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty pretty stoked about it. <laughs> I, I, I'm excited to see what Village is, but I, I'm more excited to see if if RE4 remake gets announced. Okay. Well, you'll find out soon. For now, mm-hmm. we got a post show to do. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.